Welcome to Cryptid Crossroads 505. I'm Larry. And I'm Vince. Welcome to the show. Where we talk all things cryptid. Sasquatch. Aliens. Hauntings. And anything paranormal you would like to share with us. You can reach us at cryptidcrossroads505 at gmail.com. So settle in, open your mind, and enjoy the show. Welcome back to Cryptid Crossroads 505. We're here doing it once again. I'm here with Vince, my co-host. Vince, give me a shout out. Hey everybody, welcome back to the CCR 505 That's studios. Right. This is the um, studios, people. Just to let you know, we're we're still a little under the weather, battling that cough, and uh, it's that time. If you know anything about New Mexico, it's that time where it gets windy and dusty, and that kind of disaggravates yeah. it. And if you have allergies, that's truly going to affect right. you. Truly. Right now, and I think mine, a big part of mine is allergies because right. I feel fine. It just no, a little no. bit of scratchy. Uh, no, I, I get that way. Like, I'll, I'll be around town, and even if the wind kicks in, like, it's crazy. Even if I'm, I go to Walmart and it's in the air, I sneeze all through Walmart and whatnot. Anyway, before we get started, while my brother prepares the, the true elixir, I want to give one last shout out to Nickelco. Nickelco, thank you. Uh, you were our sponsor for a while uh, by indulging us, and we appreciate it. And like I've told people, this is a really good product. Give it a try. And thanks. All right. Or as we like to say, give it a shake. That's right. Give it a shake. And anyway. We're going to go back and give one last shout out. And you guys have seen this many times to my son, Chris. Thanks. Or as we like to say, thank you, Bobo. Thank you, Bobo. We appreciate it. Thanks, man. All right. So here's to you guys. Thanks for being here. And our shout out to you. Here's to your health. <sighs> Ooh. Ooh. That's the stiffest banana whiskey mm-hmm. you've ever had. I'll tell you what, that just woke up my senses to say, um, I think there's a squatch in the Ukraine. Ah, that's a good possibility. Right. Now, now, what are we going to talk about today? Well, I, 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 wanted, I was talking to my brother off camera today, and, and I've seen some articles floating around. Now, some people are trying to photobomb it and, and discredit it, but there's some genuine people that are saying that this is, you know, this is true. And I don't see why not. Uh, every country has their version of Sasquatch, but theirs is like ours. The Sasquatch is what they're saying. So I want to talk to my brother and say, since everything's popping off in Ukraine, and Putin is doing his little invasion dance there. Um, there was footage of a squatch in Ukraine, and my question is, do they feel the effects of war like every other uh, human being that's in the proximity with food shortages, water, blah, 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 or do they really sustain themselves on land and they don't care about the war that we're conducting amongst one another. Right. Well, I, I would imagine it's got to affect them because you got people fleeing cities and I'd imagine they're fleeing to the mountainside where they feel they're more safe and they're getting into their habitat. There. 
So you think it's more of an encroachment thing? Uh, right now, yeah, because I think everything's in chaos right now in that country. Oh, yeah. We, def <coughs> we definitely know there's chaos up now, there. Now, just to rewind a little bit, uh, throughout the years, you've seen videos of a Sasquatch or Yeti, whatever, in that area. Right. So this, this really isn't nothing new. What's new is the video. Right. No. I mean, it was supposedly a newer video, but yeah, I mean, my thought is, you know, how do these creatures get affected by the stupidity of mankind? Well, <coughs> excuse me. Go I ahead. think that's why in general they try to stay away from mankind. Well, but, yeah. but sometimes our stupidity forces us out of our comfort zone, out of our cities into their area. Right. And that's when they panic and... I don't know. Do you think they get aggressive when too many people start flooding the countryside? I, you know what? I, I, I wonder. I think if that were true, I think they get more reclusive because they don't want people to bother them. And so they may move out into even more remote areas. We may push them out of their comfort right. zone. Up higher into the mountains. Right. For one, because there's more of us, right. supposedly. They see some of these crazy... Uh, pop sticks that we carry around and they're probably like mm, now we've already ate here we've we've run this land Let, let's 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 move into the suburbs right right now uh the video you showed me uh the topic was is bigfoot in the ukraine right now like i said there's been videos <coughs> from russia from nepal you know <coughs> the higher up ones are called yeti i guess right. i guess there is a difference uh, you know and I don't care what name you call it. I think they're all kind of just like we've talked about in the past how there may be a, a Hispanic, a Latino, a, a black person, a Chinese person, a native person. It, we're just different types of race, but we're the same. We're the same. And I think that's the same with these creatures. Same but different. I, I think they're just like different races of a creature that are the same. I believe that different races, and I definitely believe that uh, their environment shapes them. I, uh, and I do, t I believe that as well, too. It has to. Look, we're human beings, and our environment shapes us. Right. The, <coughs> the world tells us how we truly will live. We don't tell the world how we're going to live. <coughs> right. Now, yeah. but to get back to the, uh, the question, Bigfoot in Ukraine, because right. people associate Bigfoot with... Uh, the Pacific Northwest, Canada, Alaska. Right. And uh, I, I told you this off camera or last week. I saw um, somebody speak. It was M.K. Davis. He, he showed a speaker, Dr. De Silva, I think his name was. But he talked about something called Australopithecus. Australopithecus. Okay. Right. I, mean, I, I, I talked about you. Uh, we yeah, talked about, yeah, we talked about that. Now, what it is, it's a... Uh, a hominid, I guess, an upright walking uh, ape type thing. Right. Uh, now, what what it has similar hips and knees, feet to the human. Um, these they found them in a cave in Alaska, or not Alaska, in Africa. Africa. And everybody considers Africa to be the cradle of life. Of course. And uh, so they dated them and. These things lived as as uh, recent as two hundred fifty thousand years ago, and that's not long you know as far as the timeline of the earth well no but it, let, let's think about this because at that one time that africa was the cradle of the earth it was there was there was no desert it was right. all fertile land right, the garden of eden right it was all fertile land but then we look and we come thousands of years later 
when everything is a bust and then the fertile crest becomes the cradle of civilization. Right. And you know the fertile fre- crest. Oh, <laughs> I, the, the, what, ladies, I didn't mean it. No. Yeah. Well, okay. <laughs> the firm breast. <laughs> anyway, the, cra- the crest cradle. The fertile crest. The fertile cradle. Oh, shit. The fertile crest. <laughs> Okay. Oh, let's let's take stop. Two. <laughs> take two. No. Uh, we sometimes we go okay, on a tangent. The, the cradle of life turned into the fertile crest. The, the fertile which crest, was yes. Which, which is like Iran, Iraq, that area up right. there. And uh, at one time, that was really full of life and vibrant. Right. That's They're saying that's where we truly became sedentary because they take the first grains that were collected, the first harvesting techniques and everything, and they say that's where it came out of. Okay, but but to get back to my point about this creature they found, right? It, it's similar to man, as a, a Bigfoot is, but the the distinguishing factors was this: the the hips are similar but different, the knees are similar but different. Okay. When it walks, the knees kind of bow inward, kind of like. Uh, but uh, they they redid the Patterson uh, Gimlin film. Well, they've been studying it since day one, and they found the same uh, attributes when Patty walks. Right. Her knees bow in. So they're thinking, is it one of these same creatures or a relative running around today? Well, and that's, and, that's uh, what I'm saying. And uh, it came from, of course, the cradle of life in right. Africa. They found them in the cave, and they moved across. If they're going to get to America, they had to move across Europe, the Bering Look, the, the I, Land Bridge. Or, I think as we migrated, they did as, as well. Right. No, they, they did the same as us. They followed the food. Uh, of course. So Everyone's going to follow ask, food chain. Is Sasquatch in Ukraine or Russia? It, of course, because they came that way to get to North America. Right. Now, are they different there? Maybe a little different. Like I said, our environment shapes us. Well, and, and like we've talked about, just because we become the shoot off, the offshoot of the homo, and I mean species, okay. not just homo. Okay. Anyway, you know, homo sapien, homo this, homo that. We branched off somehow. And science has proven that. But these creatures could have been part of, just because they're full of hair, they could be just as intelligent if you really think about it. Right. They have their own language, which we believe. So they're not just... Apes living out in the wild. Right, just, just like Neanderthal. He had a bigger brain than us, so right. he was probably more intelligent than we are. Then why did why did he fade out? Maybe because of his intelligence, well, he wasn't that violent? Or well, well, My theory, and now this is just me thinking, because I've thought about this since the last time we talked about right. it. Now, we may have been forced to use our brain more because we were the smaller species. Right. So we had to learn to defend ourselves. We had trial and error. So, so we developed our brain more than they did. Rather than become prey, we became predator. We had to. We right. had to do something. Well, And that's an interesting analogy that you put because you know that rabbits are smarter than dogs. Are they? Yep. They're just not as loyal. Uh, their sense of smell is better than dogs. Dogs are just loyal. And just off the record, I will tell you this, rabbits taste better than dogs. Right. And, but a rabbit, they say they're smart creatures. <coughs> and I've seen it firsthand. <laughs> well, they are. Uh, I mean, just 
just look in the wild. How many rabbits are there compared to coyotes? Well, and that's what they say because they are the prey. They have to think quicker, and they, they got to be right. they got to be on their game better. Yeah, yeah. No, I believe it. I believe it. But my whole point to this thing is uh, sometimes you're forced to develop your brain more, right? And that's where we flourished, and we never really stopped. Uh, we started learning about tools, and I'm sure we. Maybe a Neanderthal was... A, they said man walked side by side with Neanderthals, correct? Th that's what they Maybe say. Maybe a Neanderthal was going you know, to take his girlfriend or something, and he had the, the, you know, the thought process to pick up a rock and knock that dude out. <laughs> right. And, and, and that started him. He's like, well, if I could do that, well, what yeah. else can I do with a rock <laughs> and a stick? A thunder rock. Yeah. But you know, that's interesting because that, they did say... At one time, and there, there's some crazy theories out there. We did walk with them, right? But they also think that we bred with them, right? Right. And and they're think so one of the theories is that's where we came from, an, an offshoot of that, right? Of the first man in Neanderthal. Yeah, and you know why I say that? Because when people see my baby pictures, <laughs> <laughs> we won't get into that. <laughs> they're like, look at the head on that. Is that Neanderthal? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hey, if you can't laugh at yourself, you can't laugh. Well, uh, I guess that could go for both of us because uh, we both ride motorcycles and sometimes we have helmet issues. <laughs> oh, <laughs> anyway. Funny, funny. Anyway, yeah. back to the Sasquatch but, topic. Uh, this creature, could the Sasquatch be an offshoot of that? You know, man, there's so I think about this so much because I truly want to know where this beast is spun off from. I mean, Vince, I mean... I, I do believe in my Bible. Everything was created and created for a purpose. Right. What is the purpose of this beast? Or did during creation and as we evolved, even though people say, oh, there he believes in evolution. No, no, no. We evolve. We learn new things all the time. Plus, we know about the old things. That's evolving. Right. And I just think that did we take off on this one tangent to become so self-sufficient with technology and easy living and tools. And they said, no, we're going to stay closer to the earth. I, I believe that's that you're onto something there. Right. So they stay closer to the earth and look how they live. And we want to take this path and look how we live. Right. They, they stayed closer to the earth because the earth gives them everything they need. Right. Uh, they don't have to be violent. They don't have to worry about uh, gathering more rocks and sticks than the clan next to them. Exactly. And us where we've really developed our brain, but the human flies were really destructive. And, and, and I think we think as, as a human creature that we have to be destructive to intimidate the next door neighbor so that he thinks I am the alpha male on the block. Well, you, you just said you, you believe your Bible and stuff, and yeah. that was in our bloodline from Cain and Abel. Well, and there you go. See, there you go. Cain and Abel started it, and yeah, it's, and that's why people oh keep up with the Joneses. But no, these creatures they live out in the forest and they live in harmony, and they've been surviving. Maybe they don't have a grand population because when you do live like that, there's natural causes that may take uh, younger right. siblings or whatnot. You know, right? But look, it's at a us, rough life. Look at us in some parts of the earth. It's just the population's out of control where they can barely be supported. They have right. to import food. They they do, but you know I I've I've really done my research on that, and this earth can sustain so much more than people are saying. I don't care what the scientists say, because Vince, we could take all the population 
on the earth and fit it into a small place. Right. And then we still have all this land that if we would get along, we could turn into fertile farmland where nobody is ever hungry. And speaking of that, I think these creatures, even though they say there's different clans, I think they take care of each other like that. Otherwise, they wouldn't survive. Right. You know, it's like where the hunting's good, maybe you get all the alpha males get together from maybe three different clans are in these. And when I say area, I mean they could have a 50-mile radius apart from each other. And from what people have said, they'll travel that like nothing. Right, right. I mean, is that theory crazy or? No, not really. I mean, uh, well, every theory is crazy until it's proven. Right. But it's still a a good theory. Now, uh, you you talked about this earth sustaining uh, more than people think. Right. Now, the problem with people getting so smart is we waste a lot of food. How much food do we waste in this country? It's stupid. And you know why? Because we become also germaphobics to where we think, oh, my God, that sat in the refrigerator for two days. It's no longer good. Or, or not only that, uh, how about produce? If it's not attractive to the eye, it don't even make it to and, market. And, and, and so much of that goes to waste. That goes rather than to feed people and keep peace, keep everyone, what do we say, dumb, fat, and happy? Fat, dumb, and happy. Uh, that's what we say. If everyone was fed good and they become fat, dumb, and happy... We could all get along and we'd we'd have the same goals in life. But no, you know what? I don't like to eat carrots, but I'm going to grow carrots and I'm going to make you buy my carrots. Right, right. That's... Now, if I was a a homeless person on the street starving, I would appreciate those carrots. I would too. But mankind's not trained that way. Right. I think all the food that don't even make it to market because it's unattractive, unsaleable, man, that would feed all our homeless it would it would it, it would even do more than that i don't care it'll feed someone that's all i care about but it yeah. gets thrown so back to the sasquatch topic right i don't think these creatures care what the berries look like right what the roots look like all they know is this is what's just this gives me life they know i don't care what it looks like it's, it has nutrients right it, it sustains my life <coughs> So they're not, they're not, and they're not taught. We're taught to watch the commercials on TV. And if your produce isn't shiny, clean, perfectly round, then you're buying junk. Right. And that, that's funny because I, I just seen that on a commercial. Oh, we check it all these steps. Yeah. yeah right. You know if it's not rotten, I'm going to eat it. My thing is. If, even if it's just rotten a little bit, I'm still going to eat I'm it. I'm like, if it's a tomato, I'm going to eat it. I don't care. I don't care if it's deformed or whatnot. Now, I still take that knife and cut it right, up. Well. I'll show. I'll share a story. I've been a single parent for a long time. Uh, when my daughter was small, I, I came home off graveyards. I had a, you know, the prepackaged burritos in the fridge, so I warmed one, and I didn't snap until I pulled it out. That one of the corners had a little bit of mold on the tortilla. Yeah. And she she pointed out, Dad, there's mold there. So I said, Okay. I ate around it, and she's sitting there going. but that's what i would have done the same i would actually rip that piece of tortilla off and thrown it because truthfully that's the start of contamination it didn't start in the middle it had to start on the the edges so if you it's like cancer if you cut it out then it's good right and i'm sure squatches know about that okay now um getting back to sasquatch in the ukraine um we've seen a lot of videos from that area. I've seen documentaries where 
uh, I'm sure you've seen it too, where the monks in Tibet claimed to have the skull cap yeah. of a Yeti. Yes. Now they showed it. I'm not sure. Did they do DNA testing? Uh, you know what? I don't know if they've done DNA testing, but not only have they given the skull cap, they have a hand. Right. A hand. Right. Now, I know they took part of that back. I don't, I don't know the results of the testing. But to get back to Russia, uh, we're, we're on Russia and stuff because of current events. But right. Was it in the 50s where them college students went on their expedition and... Uh, do you remember they, yeah, they it, ripped themselves out yeah, of the tent? Yeah, no, it was a... Uh, wasn't it on on a track to Mount Everest? No, 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 oh. no. It, it was in it was in Russia. They were they were students. They were going somewhere, but they were there going. There were six six uh, six of them. There was I think there was more than that. It was like eight or ten. Okay, but uh, yeah, I know. Okay, something scared them where they ripped them their way out of the tent. Right, they, they left. Some of them weren't even wearing shoes or socks, and they found some with their their eyes pulled out, their tongue pulled out. They were out. mangled. They're, yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, one of the last photos on one of the camera, it looks like a Sasquatch. Right. Well, that, in that altitude, it'd have to be a Yeti. Right, right, because they, they were going to some mountain range. It wasn't Everest. I, I want to say, was it a ski trip? Or, I, I was going to say in Nepal. I don't know, it, but it was in Russia, but yeah. they, were, they were going somewhere. It was college students, I believe, right? Yeah, it, no, I think they were expeditionists, not college students. Mm, uh, they were all maybe, young kids. Yeah, they were young, but yeah, look it up yeah, while well, I entertain them. Well, no, we'll look it up later. We'll, 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 we'll get it, back to you on this. We'll post but. it on Facebook or whatever. But anyway, uh, the, the Russian government has looked into it several times. And they say, no, it's a natural cause of death, frostbite. That's why their eyes are gone. Right. Well, yeah. well they say they froze and the rodents ate their eyes. I don't know of any rodents running around in the snow. Well, I mean, Russia, it's, it's, it's a harsh climate, so I'm sure their animals would adapt differently than ours. I would think, but way where this happened now, you know it's a cover-up, man. Well, that's what I said, but... Uh, you know, it's, it's interesting, especially that last photo, because they're trying to debunk it, saying, oh, that's not a Sasquatch or yet. Well, why would grown men try and rip themselves out of a tent? They, they had to see something utterly horrifying. Or somebody farted. Well, only if they ate hot <laughs> Cheetos. No, but see, yeah, that was my thing. Why were they? Why didn't they use a door? They, ripped, they literally cut the tent and what I'm without saying. putting their socks or shoes on that's like a getaway from like, whoa, what is this? That's like in the middle of the night and I got to get out of here. Right? That, that's like I can't protect myself from this. Right. So your fight and flight come in and you chose to flight. Now that's, that's a terrifying reason because right. most people will be like, well, oh, I'm going to stand my ground for a little bit. Right, or at least I'm going to figure out what it is. But right. something scared them so bad, they're like, I'm out of here. I am just gone, baby. Yeah, but like you said, the Russian government has looked into it, but they cover it up, of course. I'm sure they know. <coughs> now, <coughs> when they were when those people were reported missing and they actually sent a search party, right. they said the the uh, Russian military had already been there. I believe it. Yeah. I believe it. Anyway, you know, this war going on, it's got us all thinking. 
But it's making me think, what do these creatures do during the time of war? Right, and it, it kind of goes back to uh, like when we have forest fires or when Mount Everest blew up. We heard the stories. Right. Some of them got hurt. Or, right. So what, what's going on here? Are they, are they scrambling for higher ground? What are they doing? Uh, that's, that's are they standing their ground? A few humans come, maybe they'll get aggressive till they see more than we're out of here. Well, I, I don't know, but I think about that. I'm like, you know, whenever a country faces war, it, it changes the whole vibration, the whole energy, the whole demeaning of that country. Yes, yes. And that's why I'm curious. Well, do, do these creatures feel it? Especially since they, they have uh, such... A relationship with bare feet on the ground where you are truly supposed to be connected to the earth. So anything that's going on, they feel the, the bad vibration in the earth, I would think. Right. Now, let, let's take this back. Uh, several episodes ago, we talked about uh, when you enter the forest, they could sense your vibrations and they know your intentions. Right. You know, before you're even close to them, they know what you're there for. Oh, yeah. And... Uh, does this go back to that? These people are entering their territory with fear and dread in their hearts. Could Does be. Does that affect them? Yeah, I, I would. I would think so. Wouldn't it affect you? Well, they're thinking, "Oh my God, I could feel these people. Their their sorrow, their fear. What are they running from? Right. I need to get out of here too. It, right. It's it's like how tribes would warn each other. Something bad's coming. Flee. Right. Exactly. So that's what they did. Uh, I mean, that's a natural instinct. That's a good theory, and I think that's possible. Right. Uh, and another thing is uh, I'm sure that the, well, I don't know if the Russian army went through the mountains. It sounds like they just kind of <laughs> rode in on the main highways. They did. Uh, I seen some video, and it was tanks running over, pedestrians driving. Those tanks just went over those cars. I'm like, oh, dead, dead. I'm like, come on, man. Yeah. They, they're unarmed, and is that how you're going to instill fear? Right, and how are you ever going to get them to trust you? Right, it's like... Psh. Yeah, but I don't know, like I said, all that fear, if the Sasquatch are truly in tune, like... That's what I'm saying. They, That's what they, it comes they down could to. Feel, they could be feeling the same fear right now. I, and and I think that they would they would know that something's going on, something's out. I mean, those big bombs dropping, you feel that from miles away. Okay, now let's get back to the big bombs dropping. Yeah. Now there's... We know there's uh, Bigfoot, Yeti, Sasquatch, whatever, all all along, well, they're almost in every continent in the world. Right. Now, when these countries, especially Russia, China, whatever, when they're testing their nuclear bombs, you don't think they see it or feel it in some regions? They do. And they're like, maybe they're passing it on. We need to get far away from this place. Well, what's, what's, what's the... Uh the, the uh, high frequency they supposedly share with elephants and tigers. Uh, oh, it's uh, infrasound. Infrasound. If you're capable of infrasound, I think you're capable of feeling the effects of even a 200-pound bomb going off because that's going to throw the whole vibration of right. the earth off. It is. Right. And just the detonation, they're going to be like, what was that? And and not to get off topic, but now that it's, it hit me like a, you know, a ton of bricks, but we I think we've talked about this before. On the alien subject, do you think since we started setting bombs off like that, 
And I've said it is why they're coming to see because they're like, they're rotating at the perfect frequency to support life, water, oxygen. And they're like, and they want to destroy it. And they're like, well, they're going to, they don't know if the slightest thing they do could throw this off and they'll all be dead and the planet would be useless. Right. If, if we rotate one degree off and some of these powerful weapons, who says they can't do that? Right. Now, an, an idea for our next episode, I saw a documentary where uh, up to 15 objects surrounded some Navy ships for hours. Oh, that we need to talk okay, about we'll, that. We'll talk about that next time. But now we're talking about the Sasquatch and the effects of the war. Right. Um, it, it's not only the fighting. It's I'm sure they could tap into the vibrations of people because they say we all vibrate at a certain frequency. Eight ohms. And, and uh, when we're off, when we're sick, whatever, we're not vibrating the same. That's right. I'm sure it would go the same with fear. I, I would think so. And uh, I'm sure they've seen uh, war before, especially in that area. So they know what this means. So maybe they have a place like we have an emergency escape plan in case of fire. I, I would hope so, but I don't think so. I think they're so in tune with the earth, Vince, that when we screw shit up by the, our lifestyle and wh- how we treat this planet, even if it's natural and lightning strikes and hits that forest, I don't think they ever plan for that. Yeah. They're, they're just like, they live among the earth. And when you live among the earth, you're not looking at the sky saying, oh, here comes the snow, here comes this. Your bones tell you. Right. Because you're walking barefoot on the ground. Your bones tell you, here comes a cold. I yep. feel it. Yep, you're right. And then in the summer, you, you're like, ah, all the dirt's nice and warm. It's just like um, my first experience when I went to the beach in San Diego. Right. I walked barefoot in the sand, and I walked into the ocean, maybe just knee deep. But when the tide goes out and you could feel the sand disappearing under your right. feet, that's a weird feeling for the first time. Right. And you're like, whoa, what's that? And maybe that's something like they're used to. They could feel stuff on their soles of their feet. But some sand gets pushed out. Some sand right. gets brought in. Right. But that's what I'm uh, comparing it to. I know. But as the water rises, more sand gets pulled out. Right. Right. But uh, they're, they're definitely in, in tune with the earth with the bare feet because I, I have a lot of friends. Uh, you can label them hippies, tree huggers, whatever you want. And they like to go up to the Hamas and their thing is, be barefoot. Try it. And we go up to the Hamas. We're not barefoot, But though. we got big old boots. and <laughs> We we drink barefoot, or I do, but we're not barefoot. Right. But anyway, that's right. what we wanted to talk about. Uh, and, you know, we should... Mankind is just horrible. Horrible, horrible. We, we need to mount a rescue mission for the Bigfoot. We do, you know. Um, the people of Ukraine are handling their own good for you, but we need to get the Bigfoot out of there because uh, right. they're not treating them right. Yeah, and they're handling their own right now, but That's right. The, the, we, uh, our country offered them to evacuate the president. And he said no. He said, no, I need, I need bullets, not a ride. Yeah. And he said the fight's here. Yeah. Good for him. Good for, good for him. him. Anyway, we do want to know what happens to Sasquatch during times of war. It may seem like a crazy question, but what do all animals do? And they're just another higher level of sub-animals like right. we are. Right. And if you know anyone with the story, hmm? now... Let us know, man. That, that brings me to uh, think of, like, snipers are in the mountains and stuff. Right. Maybe they've had encounters. 
Well, then, if you have had one... Because we know about the kill teams. Right. Call us, man. Call us. You got our email. <coughs> it's blasted on YouTube, and even on the audio, we tell you how to get in touch with us. Oh, yep. And uh, before we leave, <coughs> I want to give a special shout-out to Tater. Okay, He's Tater. been doing research. Yep. He's in the less crowd Bigfoot things. Right. He's ready to come back on and talk squatch with us. Then you will come on, man, real soon. Right, and just have your uh, your shot ready. That's right. And anybody else that wants to do their research and talk squatch with us, come on. Right, we, we, we'd love to hear your uh, point of view, your opinion. Now, right. we believe, you know, there's these so-called Sasquatch experts. It's all theory because we now, don't have one in captivity. We never that, live amongst that's, them. That's right. There is not one person that sat and studied a Sasquatch right. and that's why like they do elephants at the zoo. Right, and everything we put out is... Our belief, our theory, but it's just that. It's theory. So if you have yours, come on, man, let's right. talk. This is what we want. We want this to become a discussion group with people talking about their sightings and as well as what they believe, their theories, because right. when two minds get together and they discuss topics, we come to better consensus of things that are possible. Now, this podcast, we've seen uh, where some of the downloads come from, and they come... We get hits from all around the world, and if there's any in Europe or anything, and you could chime in on this, come you know, on, we'd love to hear from you. We would. Anyway, thanks for listening tonight. Thank you. Until next time. We'll see you later. Hey, thanks for listening. We hope you enjoyed the show. And be sure to reach out to us at cryptidcrossroads505 at gmail.com. Peace. Peace.